Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Life Becoming podcast series. This is episode six and today I'm going to talk to you about a topic that is quite popular at the moment and I know within the circles that I am in it is something that is a topic of conversation quite often and it's been something that has taken some of my focus for the last few years and still a work in progress and the topic for today is around clutter around the physical clutter, around the things that we have in our life, the possessions that we have accumulated across our lifetime, about relationships. So we'll follow on and link that to last week's episode just a little bit as well. And clutter can also uh, reflect our thinking or our beliefs, things that we might be holding on to that are no longer serving us around that as well. So Today I'm going to give you a little bit of a different take on it than what you may have heard before and I'm going to take it a little bit deeper. As you know by now I like to sort of dig a little bit deeper and potentially uncover things from a different perspective and show you a different way of looking at things with the intention of helping you to create your dream life, a life that is fully in alignment in all areas where possible and I yeah I just want to shed a little bit of um, a bit of light on this topic of clutter and how we can declutter our lives so that we're in, in as many areas as we can as many moments that we can we are in alignment with our inner being with our higher self and creating the life that we truly desire okay Today's episode is inspired by the teachings of Abraham. Now, if you haven't heard of Abraham, um, jump on Google. Abraham is a non-physical energy that is channeled by Esther Hicks. And for a number of years, I have been a a student of Abraham. Um, I go through stages in my life where I sort of absorb as much as I possibly can. And then I move away and I start applying that to my life. And more recently, I have come back to the teachings of Abraham. And if you, if you haven't listened, um, please do yourself a favor and jump on and, and have a listen. Find Abraham's teachings all over YouTube. And it really does just help you to understand the law of attraction and how it does apply to your life and how you can use it effectively to create the life that you truly desire. So I wanted to acknowledge that a lot of my... Um, a lot of my thoughts and a lot of the way that I approach not only my own life but how I help other people to create the life they truly desire does come from the teachings of Abraham not exclusively I've mentioned I think in the very first podcast episode that I've been piecing together snippets of information and teachings from different spiritual teachers as well as coaches and through psychology and I've formed a, a way of living that is aligned for me um, and I've been able to I guess take all of the aspects of all of the teachings that I've learned and put it into practice myself and that's what I do working with people is I, I share that with them and then we figure out the best way they can apply it to their life. Okay so whilst not um, a new concept today's topic is just again my experience with clutter and putting on a a slightly different slant which came from a Abraham 
teaching that I listen to on Sunday morning, actually. So I was inspired to join a live broadcast and I didn't know exactly why I did put forward a question and unfortunately that wasn't um, spoken about directly. However, I did receive an answer for my question through Abraham's response to other people who had also written in. And this is something that was discussed and it was only a small fraction of a moment that it was spoken about, but it made a lot of sense to me and it I think relates a lot to last week's episode around relationships. So I wanted to share this as an extension of that. But also, as I said, decluttering is quite popular. Um, I have definitely done a lot of that in the last couple of years um, and I still have a long ways to go. So I'm going to keep today's episode quite short, sharp and sweet, share the information and then let you get on with um putting it into practice and starting to declutter your life as well. Okay, so I wanted to start off by, I guess, expressing my thoughts around what the possessions and the things and the relationships and the beliefs that we have collected over our lifetime, what they actually represent. So take a moment and have a look around wherever you're sitting right now listening to this maybe you're walking around the house I know some people listen while they're doing the housework or maybe you're driving and even just glancing around your car I'm sure that there are things that are 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 in your car whether you've got some CDs in the glove box or you know you have a um, an ornament of some description hanging from your rear view mirror maybe there's kids water bottles or kids toys or food scraps or you know I'm describing our old car um and when I talk about that so wherever you are take a moment to have a little bit of a look around and just get a sense of the types of things that are around you are in your space or in your energy and I want you to also have a think about when those things came to be there Um, at what point in your life did they become a part of your experience there's going to be some things in your life that are relatively new additions things that you've added recently and again this is in regard to relationships as well so there's going to be people that are relatively new in your experience and there's going to be relationships and people that have been around for the longest time you know you've got your immediate family there's people that have been in your life forever there's friendships that are, have been you know, present for many, many years. There's new friendships. So when I say look around at the things in your life, I'm referring to all of those. We'll talk a little bit later. And if I don't get to it in this podcast, I will speak about it in another one around beliefs. Um, it is a topic unto itself. So whilst I might touch on it here, I don't know that I'll have an opportunity to go into it in a whole lot of detail. Just keep that in the back of your mind that all of what I'm speaking about today can be applied to your beliefs and your thinking as well. Okay, so what's your take on what, you know, when you look around at your things, um, what is the, the general summary? Is it um, new, exciting Um, additions or have you collected things that have stayed with you throughout your life the one of the most popular decluttering techniques I suppose is the Marie Kondo method and I have used this I do have her book and I think it's brilliant and I've applied it to 
um, when we were moving to Tassie, we did a massive um, declutter. We got rid of a lot of things that we didn't bring and that going through that process in itself was really quite interesting, um, quite liberating. And at times it was a little bit scary. It is difficult to get rid of things that you have had for a really long time. So do have a look at that that technique and we can look at that as I, the way I like to run these um, podcasts is that I'll talk to you provide a little bit of education and then and my experience and then I will give you some tools and techniques that you can start applying and uh, this will be one of those Marie Kondo method will definitely be one of those so when you're reflecting on all of your things all the things that you have what do they represent? Is it a true reflection of who you are right now, today, in this moment? If you have things in your life that, or sorry, in your surroundings that have been with you for some time, wouldn't when you have purchased those or when you were given those, wouldn't your vibrational point of attraction or the type of, I guess, where you were at in your life, wouldn't it have been different? Wouldn't it have been different a month ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, 30, 40 years ago? Wouldn't where you were as a person, as a being, be different then than it is now? And the answer, of course, it's a rhetorical question, but the answer, of course, is absolutely. Every moment you're an evolving being, every experience that you have creates a new desire. And so you are continually um, striving for more. You're continually looking for that alignment because every time you have an experience or a thought or a feeling or something happens around you, you're launching your desires. You're, you're getting clearer on what it is that you do want. Now, the things that are around you, including people, are a reflection of where you were at the time that they came into your being. So are they still relevant? Are they still an alignment? Are they still a vibrational match to where you are? I just want you to sit with that question for a moment. So there'll be some things that it's a resounding yes. There are some things that remain consistent in your life. And then there's going to be things when you really think about it, when you really look into this, that you understand now are out of alignment, that they actually are not in line with your current preferences, with the way that you are choosing to live your life. Now, let me give you an example. When we were doing our cull, I realized just how many things and particularly you know ornaments or dust collectors as I've been had them referred to on a number of occasions that I had collected over the years and I actually had a box that hadn't even been unpacked so in order to decide what to keep and what not to keep we had to go through all of these things and it was interesting process because at the time that they were okay this is we can look at it this from two perspectives and I think both are very important to actually consider so there's the things that I deliberately purchased because at the time I was drawn to them they sparked joy they made me feel good at the time and they were something that I wanted to be in my surroundings and then there were those things that were given to me by somebody else 
Now, this is where it gets really interesting because if you are anything like me or anything like I was, you would hang on to those things because your mind would tell you all the reasons why it was not okay to get rid of them. Somebody had spent time thinking of you to buy it for you. Um, how would they feel if they knew that I'd gotten rid of it? Would they think poorly of me? And you get the message that I guess you get the idea that that is how your brain can start taking you in a direction that will lead you to hold on to things that are actually not a very good representation of you and the way that you want to express yourself. So as I was going through this process and having to decide what to keep and what not to keep, most of it didn't stay. There were only a few things that we held on to. And I say we because it was a, um, a thing that I went through with my husband. However, things that were mine that I had accumulated over the years, I had to make a decision about what of those did I want to bring forward into, my, into the new direction, into the life that I was now creating for myself. So just on that note, I think it's worth noting as well that when you do form a partnership or you, whether you're moving in with somebody as a flatmate or a roommate, or you're moving in with your partner for the first time, you're actually combining all of your things. And it's important to give some consideration of what you want to take forward into that new path. How much of your past do you want to carry over into your future? So again, lots of just little moments in this podcast just to stop and have a think about that. It's just when I think back on it, I just think about some of the things that I carried with me for the longest time that were just not really a reflection of who I was or who I wanted to be. And in doing the, you know, the work when I was doing the decluttering, it really did understand the influence that other people had on my decisions whether to keep something or not to keep it and of course there's a little bit of anxiety that comes in when you're making these decisions about what if I need it again or what if um, you know I change my mind and I can't get it back it's funny that I mentioned that actually because recently I had um, when I did my wardrobe cull I got rid of most of my wardrobe because as you would know from episode two I've been on a health journey and I have been losing weight and so up until quite recently I was a lot heavier and the clothes that I had kept in my wardrobe over many many years were clothes that I used to wear before I had kids and I even had some that I wore um, before I met my husband and I loved those and I loved what they represented and every time I looked at them I would have fond memories about the time when I wore them. But then I realized that by holding on to them, I was actually always comparing where I was at that moment to where I was when I wore these this clothing. And it wasn't just size way. It was also about, you know, freedom and happiness and, you know, all the different things that were the things were different but I generally found that even though these clothes were beautiful and I liked them and I had fond memories wearing them when I looked at them in my wardrobe every day they didn't bring me joy not because they weren't beautiful garments but because I wasn't where I was it made me feel bad that I wasn't able to wear them anymore so I got rid of them 
I gave a lot to my sister actually and um, I was joking with a friend the other day that when I see her maybe I'll have to get some of those back because I, I should feed me now and then I, I laughed to myself again because I realized no because when I was wearing those clothes I'm not the person that I am now those clothes when I bought them were a vibrational match to who I was because I was automatically drawn to them am I drawn to them now I'm not sure probably not um, they are beautiful, but I can't imagine wearing them again um, because I've, I've grown, I've evolved, I've changed. So why would I expect the things that I had, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago to fit me? And I'm not saying just, you know, physically fit me, but to fit me, who I am. This can be said for all things in our life, not just our clothing, but our cutlery and our plates and our glasses and our um, decorations and our bedding and everything that we have does it fit who you are now when you bought it you were drawn to it are you still drawn to it does it still bring you joy does it still feel like it's a good match for you and if no then it's time for an upgrade it's time to change things now, I went through this as well this year because again I've mentioned this a number of times already but I culled we as a family culled so much of what we had when we moved into state we did that because we didn't want to lug everything across Bass Strait but also because we knew that it was time to start letting go of some things that no longer represented the life that we were in the process of creating so a big part of that was living a more minimalistic life and not buying things in the hope of buying happiness and you may have this experience yourself as well where you are feeling a little bit down or you're feeling anxious or fearful or maybe you're avoiding something and you might see something that you want and buy it and for a little while you feel really good it feels good to have something new it makes you feel good and eventually those emotions subside and you go back to feeling how you did before you purchased it. So I don't know if you can relate to that. I've met a lot of people um, over my time where this has been the case and you know has been for me at times as well, where you are looking for things outside of you to find that sense of happiness. And so by doing that and by collecting things and buying things, we tend to end up with a lot of clutter, a lot of things that um, we don't need, that we don't really want, but we bought as a way of trying to manage emotional distress. Again, probably an episode topic for another time, but just wanted to touch on that. So knowing what I know about, um, about that, I did go through a stage of wanting to um, live very minimalistic and have only what we needed and have only things that brought us joy. Now I took this as again might relate to some but just giving you an insight into my own experience is that we went through that process of decluttering and going through that what I realized is that there wasn't a lot around me that really was a true representation of who I am. There were a lot of things that represented the person that I thought I should be, but not the person that I truly was. And in going through my own journey through the last few years of really discovering who I am and connecting with my inner being and my higher self, I am now looking around at my clutter with even 
um, fresher eyes. Needless to say, there's going to be a lot of decluttering continuing to happen in our household. And I mentioned this to Mick, my husband, last night. And he said, what, again? I said, yeah, it's time. We need to do that. And I guess I've got that deeper insight now into the process and that it's about letting go of all of those things that are no longer in alignment and no longer represent or reflect the person that I am and that we are as a couple and that we are as a family. So it's taking it that much deeper and getting that realization and going through this process will really change so many things for you. So I encourage you to follow this and to um, jump on board. Now, the other thing that I wanted to backtrack and speak about just briefly. So when we went through the, the decluttering process and we culled so much of our possessions, which was liberating and um, fantastic. Now, I mentioned that I noticed that the things that I had accumulated weren't really a true representation of who I was. And I noticed a lot of um, my internal core beliefs were tied up in all of the possessions and all of the things that I had around me. So for example, my long running story of not being good enough was reflected in the things that were around me. A lot of what I had around me were things that were good enough. Not things I loved, not things that I adored or that represented how I felt about myself. Now, they were a representation of how I felt about myself, which wasn't great at the time that they became that they came into um, into my energy space, into my life. Now, I hope that you're following along with this because this is where it gets really interesting. What around you represents how you truly feel about yourself. So as an example, the clothing that I was wearing was clothing that was baggy and colorless because I had this um, pretty dysfunctional relationship with myself and I didn't see the inner beauty or I could see what was looking back at me every time I looked in the mirror and I wasn't happy with that. The clothes that I was wearing was a representation of how I felt about myself. So I'd buy cheap clothing that I didn't really like and I certainly didn't feel great when I put it on. And so the clothes that I was wearing was a representation of those inner beliefs that were constantly being triggered and constantly running the show in my life. Now, when I started to realize this, I went through a process of upgrading my life, <clears throat> upgrading the things in my life to more closely represent how I feel about myself now. So going from getting rid of most of our possessions over the course of the 12 months we've been in our new location, we've started to introduce some new things. Now I had this inner conflict initially because I thought, well, coming from a minimalistic perspective, do I really need this? You know, is it going to bring me happiness? Is it going to, am I just getting this because I want to have more things or I want to fill my life with, you know, fill the voids? And the answer was no. The answer, before we buy anything now, we think about how is this going to enhance our life? Does this upgrade our life? Does this make us feel better? Does it make our life easier in some way? And the answer 
was always yes, because we don't buy anything now unless that is the case. So we've upgraded things like linen. Um, we've bought a few new appliances that make life easier for cooking and just general things like that. Um, so it's really interesting to go through that process. And I want you to ask yourself as you're looking around at your things um, that are in your life, how closely aligned are they with how you view yourself? Are they a representation of not being good enough or that'll do or, um, you know, I'll change that when I've, you know, got extra money or I don't deserve nice things or whatever, whatever comes up for you. And this will be an interesting process is just notice as you're looking at things, think, is this something that I really want in my experience? And if the answer is yes, then keep it. If the answer is no, then ask yourself, well, why have, I held, why have I held on to this? What does this thing represent? How can I, how can I move this on or change it? Because it may just be that you just need to change your thinking around this particular object to be more in align with who you are in the right here, right now. So there's a couple of things that I've suggested for you to do, and that's really take stock of the things around you and what is in alignment with the life that you are choosing to live now, or the life that you are, you know, manifesting into reality at the moment, and what emotional baggage is tied up in these items that you may be holding on to. Ask yourself, why am I holding on to these Um what are my fears about letting them go? Are they a true representation of the, the life that I want to be creating? Am I worried that I won't be able to replace them if I get rid of them with other things? And if that's the case, then don't replace them until you've got something new. But just know when you look at it, instead of feeling um, some of those you know, lower vibration emotions around, I wish it was, or thinking, I should say, you know, I wish I didn't have that. I wish I could change that. Just notice your thinking around it and change it up. Create a vision aboard of the things that you want to attract into your life. And be grateful for the things that you're wanting to move on because they have helped you clarify not only who you are, but how you want your life to be. So there's a little lesson that you can apply to every area of your life, not just your clutter or your things, but just be thankful for all the experiences that you have, because without those, you wouldn't be where you are now, because without, um, I guess, undesirable experiences, then we wouldn't be closer to knowing what it is that we do want. So thank all the things that you are about to move on and get ready to embrace all the new exciting stuff that's on its way to you right now. Just before I finish up today's episode, I did mention that all of what I've spoken to applies to people and relationships in our lives as well. I'm not going to go into too much detail about this because I did cover energy and relationships last week. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, go back and um, have a listen because it will go into a lot more detail. And that episode combined with this episode will help you to make sense of relationships that have changed. And just know that when you attract people into your life, they are a vibrational match to you at that point. But because we are continually evolving beings, you never stay where you are. 
So your vibration is going to change and therefore your attraction or your connection with people in your life is also going to change. What I do want to just touch on very briefly here is I guess applying some of the same processes is there relationships in your life that are no longer serving you? Are there friendships that you pine for that you had during childhood or adolescence or even earlier in your adult life that you at the time you know they were such fulfilling um, relationships and they brought you so much joy but then they changed. Um, I know for myself that I spent a long time wishing that certain relationships hadn't evolved and hadn't changed because I missed how they used to be. But what I realize now is that those relationships are always going to evolve and change. Now, some will evolve with you and others will evolve away from you. And that is part of life. And that is, you know, what what makes life such a, an interesting, fun process, because we never know what's around the corner. So just with things in our lives, people in our lives are going to come and go. And that's OK. Because by, I guess, removing the clutter or letting go of relationships that have served their purpose or that no longer serve you and all the possessions in our life, apply the same thing applies, you create room for new things to come into your existence. I mentioned that this episode was inspired by a live broadcast that I listened to of Abraham's on Sunday morning. I just wanted to touch very, very briefly on what exactly triggered the inspiration for this episode. Abraham mentioned that if while you're out of the house, um, something happens to your home and you lose everything, there would be that initial phase of um, you know grief and loss and um, trauma associated with losing everything. But within six months, are these Abraham's words, within six months, you would be happier than you were or ever have been because everything in your life is now a reflection of who you are right now. So I know it sounds a little bit morbid, but thinking about that, when you look at all the things in your life, what would I replace? What has so much, um, brings you so much joy that you want to bring that forward with you into the life that you are creating now. I'm going to hazard a guess and think that there's probably not a lot. And that's okay. It's okay for things and people to come and go out of our life. There's no meaning to that other than the meaning that we give it. But your job as a human being in this lifetime is to have fun, is to find joy and to grow and evolve and create a life that you truly desire, which you are always in the process of doing. So try and match your physical reality as closely with the life that you're wanting to live as possible and just watch how some subtle changes in what you have around you can make a huge difference in your vibration and therefore what you can continually attract into your life. Okay, I am going to wrap up there. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Again, if you're listening to this, it's not by coincidence. Um, I don't, everything happens for a reason. So if you've been drawn to this episode, whether you're watching it as soon as it goes live or at some point in the future, 
there's something here that is meaningful to you right now. So I'd love to receive your feedback and comments about the gems and the little aha moments that you get along the way listening to this. So please pop over to Conscious Joy Seekers. That's my private, uh, it's actually a public Facebook page where anybody can join as long as you're you know, focused on attracting and consciously creating um, a joyful life. We have a great community over there and I would love to invite you to be a part of it. So until next week, pop on over to Conscious Joy Seekers. I will see you there. Have an amazing day. Enjoy everything that you experience. And I can't wait to hear all your stories of decluttering. Okay, bye for now.